Nasiach, obviously, we're recording for the safety of Kalishol and the safety and security and success of all our IDF soldiers. We're coming back to the Mesat Yesharim, chapter 19, and we're talking about the the great Rav Nachman that he would go out of his way to do specific acts to personally prepare for Shabbat, make salad, and um, so he says, what do we learn from here? What's the underpinning that we learn from Rav Nachman? What's the golden rule? Just like, let's say, a very important mayor, Lahavdil, or important honorable senator or, or president, or whoever you honor would come to your house, how would you respect it? By the same token, right? So he would, um, by the same token, respect Shabbat. A person has to be sophisticated in his fear of heaven. Which means this I want to, I want to take to another level from my Rebbe. See, everything that has Anything that's refreshing and has new ideas and uh, the great mashkiach of Torah uh, Wolfson, I saw a beautiful essay he had printed on it, a shmuz, he said. He says there's this tremendous thing called chidush. And one's um, fear of Hashem has to be the same way, service of Hashem. A, a person, God forbid, one of the most dangerous pitfalls of a, our relationship to Hashem, like any relationship, is we could take all the Torah and mitzvahs we do for granted, and it becomes like kind of oil, old and stale, and not refreshing, and not happy, and not rejuvenating. So what Rav Nachman is saying is, you could always like, on the simplest token, get a new dip for Shabbat, get a new food, get a new, do a new special, you know, it's totally recommended, highly recommended that we become sophisticated in our fear of Hashem. So the the worst possible thing is is that the power of Hamas, which is a modern Amalek, is that our we get cold, right? We lose our warmth and our excitement to a mitzvah. You understand? So that's what the Ramchal is saying. A person has to use his intuition to understand one thing to another. Create a new arena. Create more intuitive and innovative ways of bringing what? Um... Pleasure to the Almighty in all the ways that it's possible. Because we owe Hashem so much and He's so awesome and powerful about us, right? And 
it's the same thing in the relationship with man and man and a wife. That's why we have the laws of nida, right? And I, I, I would venture to say not only Shabbat but our tefillah. Like one of the secret, one of the biggest pitfalls is like the words become stale, right? It's right now. There's a great, great gadol. Uh, my dear friend told me Rabbi Netanelli loves the sitter, Rabbi Mutsafi that has a sidur on Shabbat and he just put out a mincha arvit one. He brings new Kabbalistic on all all levels of explaining the sidur. So now there's a new meaning to the words. It's a new right. That's why we have to constantly learning and have new kavanot. I mean, that's the biggest problem why people Baruch Hashem we're Sephardic and we 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 don't shun Kabbalah. But it, it's it's very important. that Ramchal is saying is to always be sophisticated and just like in life, you want to try new things that are pleasurable, we need to go on higher levels of understanding of Shabbat and do new stuff to make it more exciting for our wife, for our kids, even for ourselves. And so we look forward to it and just doesn't become something old and stale, right? Because obviously what the Ramchal is saying here is, Keban because as great as Hashem is and as low as we are, minute we are, Hashem gives us, Hashem respects us. Right? Hashem told us that you're my partner. We're Hashem's partner to carry out, right? We're the ambassadors of God to the world. And Hashem, the Chaya Olam Natabetochein, He He planted eternity into us by giving us the Torah, and it's our. You know, sometimes we, us meager people, that we think we're like small ants. That's not true, because the whole tikkun of the world, right, the rectification of making by carrying out the Torah and the mitzvahs in the most perfect way. We recreate this world from a physical one into a metaphysical and spiritual and Gan Eden-like world, right? That is full of love and caring and compassion and sensitivity to one another's and respecting one another's. So Hashem invested in us this great responsibility that we're His chosen nation. So we also have to respect Him reciprocate that respect. That's the real, and by the way, he's, he goes into something very important here. The real relationship we have to have with Hashem is to fear Him, not because He's going to make us into shish kebab and burn us, right? Make, make us into burnt taddy, chas v'shalom, is because He's so awesome. See, there's two types of fearing Hashem. Fearing Him there's revering him. You 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 listen to him, and you obey him because he's so awesome and unlimited, right? His awesomeness and exaltedness is so unlimited that you would never dream of disobeying him. Not because he's going to punish you, 
So that's the Yirat HaRomimut. Shevzet Haloya Kavod HaMikarev El Chavod HaMan. And that, by the way, the Shla Kadosh says, it's going to be my Rebbe's Yotzeh. That's what we say. The Yachad Levaveinu L'Ahava U'Layirat Shemecha. Right? In Ahavat Olam, Ahava Rabbah, the Ashkenazim say, we pray to Hashem that <coughs> He should combine our hearts that we should love and fear Him. Because the lower level of fear that we only um, obey Hashem because we don't want to get burnt in hell, that's Yirat HaOnesh, that doesn't go so well. Somebody that you love and respect, that's kind of like somebody that you're afraid of. It's very hard to love that such a person. You understand? So, the, the, what, what we're asking of the Almighty is, we should, we should be on the level of what? Revere God. Not fear His wrath and only serve Him out of um, fear. And He's going to talk about this much more in the, in the next chapters of Shari Yirah. So he says that greatness doesn't come out of the lower level of fearing Hashem, of Yirat Onish of punishment. So he says, let's go back to Shabbat. It says on the Talmud page 119a, Rav Anan Lavish Gundi, Shaya Lovesh Beget Shachar Be'erv Shabbat, Kedesh Yenikar Yoter Kavot Shabbat Veshur Begedel Na'im. So he says, Rav Anan on Friday would wear his uh, least desirable black clothing, and then Shabbat he would wear his golden white clothing, you know. So it should be clear, there should be the difference between day and night, that how Shabbat is so much more exalted. It's the crown of the week, right? And parenthetically, uh, since this year we weren't able to, on the, the Torah day, uh, blow the shofar, so the, the God al-Hador of Zilberstein said that we should learn the laws of Shabbat. Because if we keep the laws of Hashem, Right? When we keep the laws of Hashem, Shabbat, Hashem keeps us. It's a special segula. A person, so, not only preparing for Shabbat is respecting Shabbat, from when we kind of like, in a way, disrespect. The Friday clothing, you know. So, we're showing that, you know, before we, we, we lit the Shabbat candles, it was a different day. Now it's a whole different mood we have. Actually, Rav Volbi writes about Rabbi Rucham Lovavitz in the Ali Shore. He writes over there that his countenance, like during the week he was more of a serious person, but on Shabbat he was in such a jolly, an exalted and like happy mood that he like looked like a different person. He says you couldn't recognize him. Like during the week he looked like person A. During Shabbat he just looked so angelic and in the mood and the environment of Shabbat he looked like a different person. The Rav Volbi wrote. 
So it's a much better day to smile and to be happy. And, you know, Chazal were very worried that we shouldn't have too much fun on Friday. Because then you're, we're not going to be able to distinct Hamavdil ben Kodesh Lachol, right? Shabbat is the crown of the week. That's why on the Gemara and Gitin, page Lamechet, that had just in the Dafyomi a few months ago, know that it's forbidden like to make a fancy banquet-like meal on Friday afternoon, afternoon. Because that is, should be reserved for Friday night Shabbat meal, right? Oh, this is such an important thing. My Rebbe, Rebbe Svi always says this. Respecting the Torah is more important than learning the Torah. So part of fearing Hashem is respecting those people that have totally emulated Hashem and are the embodiment and personification of the Torah and have Da'at Torah, you understand? The advice they give you is not based on their own opinion, but it's based on the opinion of what? The Torah. So it says in Pirkei Avot, chapter 4, whoever respects the Torah, his body will be respected upon mankind. The Gemara Sanhedrin 102 says, Why did Achav merit to be a king for 22 years? He respected the Torah, which is given in the Hebrew alphabet, has how many characters? 22. And since Achav respected the Torah, he was, he merited to be king for 22 years. How do we know this? Because he says, So he says, when there was a war, Achav was very, very adamant to get the Torah back first from the king, from the people that had conquered and battled against the Jews. And he didn't just let it ride on a wagon or on the back of a mule. He he held it preciously in his lap. For example, it's if a Sefer Torah is like on a bench, it's obviously forbidden to sit on such a bench next to, next to the Torah. That's disrespectful. And obviously another very important Allah is we're not allowed to throw, like let's say a Torah or a Chumash or a Sidur that gets um, dysfunctional and not usable because it's ripped. Are we allowed to just throw it away? No, we have to give it to the Chavra Kaddish and they need to bury it. Right? And for example, when you stack up books, like people that are big Torah scholars, they have to recognize the hierarchy of holiness. So you're not allowed to put Nevi'im and Ketuvim on top of the five books of Moses, because that's the most, what? Holy. Like Tehilim, you have to put it underneath the Chumash if you want to stack it up. Right? 
הן אלו הדברים שאסור חז"ל לכל דעת החסיד, יש ללמוד מאלף ולהוסיף עליהם כהנה וכהנה לכבוד השם עוד פעם. חסיד, the pious one that goes above the letter of the law, he, he will even be able to invent um, uh, very, he, he, it's, it's so important for him that to respect the Torah, that he even goes above the letter of the light, uh, the, you know, the halakha, right? So, now, another way that a chassid is um, very careful about the Torah is that, you know, when you're not allowed to learn Torah in a place that's not clean, right? That has a bad smell. Places that are dirty, you're not even allowed to think about the Torah. Actually, the Chazonish writes this, Shani. He says that one of the reasons that they once asked the Chazonish, what, what made you such a outstanding and extraordinary Torah scholar? Because he says, from the day I was born, my mother um, used to do netilah on my hands each morning and say moda'ani with me. So part of the respect of Torah is that it should only be, you should only engross yourself and learn it where? In an appropriate place that smells good, that's clean, not a person that's like near a bathroom or a garbage dump. And you're not even allowed to see that's for the people that are outstanding, sadikim and chasidim and talmidei chachamim. That's very hard. Because, you know, unfortunately nowadays everybody has a dog. You have to be careful if you're walking and there's the feces of the dog. You can't you can't think about the Torah. It's always very important that your hands should be clean. You know, there's a halacha if you touch, scratch parts of your body that are usually covered. You need to do netila. So you have to get up, wash your hands, and then come back learn. We, um, you know, the the chachamim talk about this in many many different ways, and we'll just do the last paragraph here. One of the ways that we respect the Torah is by getting up in front of the Torah scholar. Like it says, And that's not only... So, right, when it, when it, when, you, when the rub of the shul or your rebbe or a Talmud Chacham walks within like six feet of you, eight feet of you, if you want to be machmir, you have to immediately get what? Like a soldier gets up in front of his commander, you get up, And we should again. He's, he's he's saying that the Hasid is very innovative about the ways that he um, respects. So respect is not also the way you talk to your rebbe, right? You don't like yesterday. I was trying to make peace between a father and a son. It's totally unequivocally disgusting to yell at your father or talk to him like a nasty way. Same thing to your rebbe. Your rabbi is your spiritual father. 
To the contrary, all different species and innovative ways of respecting you should respect. Like, there was once a, a I, I just give you a beautiful story about this. There once, there was once a, a, a Rav that was a student of Rav Moshe Feinstein. Like, he would always, he was a rabbi of a very big shul, and he would, um, Always consult with Rab Moshe Feinstein, the God of Hador, the Posakador. So his wife also became friends with the wife of Rab Moshe Feinstein. He said that my husband respects the, the God of Hador so much that he refuses to sit when he talks, even on the telephone to Rab Moshe. He says, he, he imagines that he's face to face with him. And just like when you, you know, so that's kind of the idea that the Ramchal is trying to say that these principles, underpinnings, are something that you could just run with. The Hasid runs with. He expounds on it, right? Because he he understands that Shabbat is something that we can respect. So innovatively, he creates different ways of respect. Hashem loves for us to respect the Talmud Chachamim. So he says. It says in the Gemara Ketubot, those, the Ed Yir'eh Hashem Yichabed Zeh Yehoshaphat, there was once a great king, Yehoshaphat, that was the king. He had the power, he had almost unlimited power to do whatever he wanted for the nation of Israel. But when he would see a Torah scholar, he would get up from his throne, and he would hug the Talmud Chacham and kiss him, and he would say, you're my Rebbe, you're my Rebbe, you're my, you're my master, you're my master. Right? And Rabbi Zera, Rabbi Zera, when he was too weak to learn, too sickly to learn, his head wasn't working. What did we do instead? He would go sit in front of the base medrash. And um, as the rabbis would come in, he would do what? Get up in front of them. And Rav Avadi just brings halachically, he says it's a mistake. If one rabbi doesn't need to get up for another rabbi, if they're on the same level, they just need to go like, show like they're getting up. But if the guy knows, has more Torah knowledge than him, then you need to totally stand what? Erect. Not just make believe that you're standing. You actually need to get up and stand on your, what? Two feet. It's not, that, that din of Hidur is, Let's say like there are two Torah scholars that are on the same level, fine. So one um, just minorly moves his body. But when there's a halacha to stand, you actually have to, you know, move your chair and stand up on your two feet. It says, This is what God likes. God li- loves for us to respect Shabbat, loves for us to respect the Torah scholars, the Sadiqin. So if you want to make Hashem happy, you can create innovative ways, you know, to 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 do that. And you're going to get rewarded, right? We don't have to be in this strict letter of the law and just be, do the same old, same old. You understand? And the same way, I was listening to one of the great Gedolim of America. He said, you know, about the attack, that they breached the walls. He was saying that, you know, we also have to very be extraordinarily respectful to the house of Hashem. 
the, the, the Bet Knesset, Bet Midrash. So it's not enough that we should only not, you know, do Kalut Rosh, make fun and like, act like, um, not only should we abstain from acting like a joker inside, right, and do disrespect, not, of course we have to refrain from doing disrespectful sh- stuff, but you know, we should bow down when we touch the mezuzah, and there's a posuk you should say, you know, proactively do respectful stuff, right? Because, okay, there's one thing of sur merah, but asetov, do proactively show your respect to it. Because this is the great king's house, and it's not a place that we should be on our cell phone and be distracted. You know, all of us right now is a major time of war for Klal Yisrael. We have to grow. And this is a beautiful chapter that says, you know, desperate times calls for desperate measures. So we could, it's very appropriate, and especially in these times, to do extraordinarily special mitzvot in honor of Shabbat, in honor of respecting Tamidei Chachamim, in honor of respecting the house of Tefillah, and Chas V'Shalom one should talk in the middle of Kaddish because that's totally something that is outrageous and we need Zechut for Am Yisrael, for Mashiach to come. We've suffered enough in all these millennia and we should only hear good news from Israel and all around the world. Amen. Amen.